Welcome to REI Spotlight with your host, David Schwan, and today's host is Mike Taravella Jr. with Jake and Gino and Rand. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hey, David. Thanks for having me on. Uh, love being on the podcast and get to talk to you and all your listeners. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and to uh, share your wisdom and, uh, you know, what's going on there at Rand with us. Uh, Give uh, give my listeners just a, a brief overview of uh, of, of how of uh, you know how you got into real estate and where you're at right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I was working in public accounting and back in Detroit, and I realized I wanted to create long term wealth. So I started with a single family back in 2016. It took me a full year to replenish my capital and do it another one in 2017. And then I realized there's got to be a better way to scale. And when it comes to real estate. So I got introduced to an event in Chicago and John Kasman and the team there opened my eyes to multifamily investing. So I realized with the scale, the tax benefits that it just seemed like a grand slam to just go all in. And then I bounced around jobs of public accounting, worked with startups with Dan Gilbert and saw the wealth he's built in downtown Detroit so I realized that I just need to go all in on real estate. And this year, I just recently joined Rand Partners, a, the syndication business with Jake and Gino. And we've just been pouring gasoline on the fire here and just closed our my first deal with the team this past Friday in Lexington, Kentucky. So it's been a whirlwind to start, but happy I'm here and happy I'm all in on real estate. Awesome, awesome. Um, well, let's dig in a little bit on that uh, on, on on that Kentucky property. Uh, yeah. you, you you said it was uh, you said it was Lexington. Yep. Um, what was uh, what were a couple of the things that really drove you towards that property and made that property something that 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 Rand wanted to uh, wanted to bring to their investors? Absolutely. So we've developed a lot of broker relationships, and this this one particular deal was a off-market, truly off-market, because brokers now say it's, everything is off-market. <laughs> so this was a truly off-market deal that we talked to a broker. And once we got it, we underwrote it and it started to pencil out. So we took an even bigger rise and to see, we knew we liked tech at Lexington, but I just dove deeper and just saw the strong employment. We're down the road from University of Kentucky, but it's not student housing. We're by a lot of state government jobs, so and we're next to the largest retailers in the area. So they have an outdoor mall, an indoor mall, and a suburban community, which is a higher end amenities like Cycle Bar, Whole Foods, the newest bars in town, all right there. But they also had hotels and other great spots that a lot of people would go. So all these suburban communities and these retailers were by it. But also F Lexington, with all the horse farms, they have urban service boundaries so that they can't, they can't have a lot of ton of space to grow further. So it really restricts the supply and just Lexington has been booming. So we just felt it was a great property to pull the trigger on. Very, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of crosses off all, all, you know. You just go down the list, and it's like, okay, limited land. You know, it's in a hot part of town. You know, yep. and, and and the numbers work out. You know, um, yeah, that's that is uh, that sounds like uh, quite a 
quite a big deal. And now is that a, is that a value add play that you guys are doing or is this kind of uh, just more like a, uh, a, a cash flowing cow? Yeah. So it is a value add. We always look for BC value add properties. It does cash flow from day one. So that's one of our criteria too, to make sure it cash flows day one. But we saw a lot of different opportunities where some of the units were renovated, but not all of them. So we can increase the units. A lot of the units have carpets, so we're going to rip those out and put hardwood floors in or vinyl just to make it look nicer for the tenant, but be more cost effective. And the property management, we wanted, we felt that we could put our RAND fam in, our RAND property management team, because we are vertically integrated. So they set the high standard and have expectations to meet because we've seen a lot of places not do it so hot on the property management side. So we felt that we could improve the experience with our residents while giving them better places to live with fixing up some of their units. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds, uh, sounds like that is quite the, uh, quite the property. Um, now, now if you were looking at this, say from a passive investors point of view, yep. what would have you said, um, you know, you can either do this deal specific or, or just go a little bit more generic if you like. Yeah. Uh, with, what would you, what would you say uh, for somebody, say they were on the opposite side of the table and you're bringing yep. that deal to them? What's a couple of the things that, I, I mean, I know we, we, we covered the location, um, yep. but what's a couple of the other things that they should be paying attention to and making, making sure that they, uh, that, that they dig in and that they don't gloss over? Absolutely. So when, as a passive investor, the first thing you need to understand is your trust with that syndication syndicator. If you don't trust them with your money, then that's kind of the immediate stop loss. No more. <laughs> don't pass go because this is a this is a long term investment. We say five to seven years, but we're transparent with our investors that it could be longer because we just don't know what can happen in any market change. I was, I was, I was about ready to say it, it's, it's, we live on this little blue pebble in space called earth and <laughs> not everything goes is uh, those of us that live on the planet uh, wish it to go. So, uh, exactly. you know, you never know. I mean, there's a big old hurricane off the coast as, as we're recording this. So it's like, uh, yeah, that, uh, five to seven is what we're aiming for, but Hey, we live on earth. Uh, Absolutely. Anything can happen and no one's crystal ball works. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the first piece is making sure you understand the syndicator, what they're doing. And I know we talked location, but just understand as the city, I kind of like to compare it to painting to a picture. So if you understand the city as a whole, and then you go down to the sub market. So we talked about the population and the job development, but then we talked in our lower mark and their sub market, understanding the retail, where people are going and migrating to, where they're hanging out. And then from there, it's understanding the deal and making sure that you understand the underwriting, the assumptions that they've made and make sure you poke holes. So it's a lot, it's kind of like a, uh, a mentor mindset. It's like painting a massive picture. And if you don't understand any part of the picture, you have to stop and make sure to make sure it all makes sense. Yeah, make sure that yeah, definitely. I mean, and you hit on something right there uh, that that's a pretty big thing of, uh, you know, even whatever it is, if if you're looking at a deal and there's something you have a question on, just remember that, um, you know, the only stupid question is the one that you didn't ask. Um, you know, because it, you know, you 
you if you if you don't feel comfortable with it then you're you know that gives you a a a, a bad feeling you know just you can't you know if you have open questions you can't feel 100% that this is the best thing because you have questions out there that's human nature so you know definitely make sure that you know it, even if it's something that you think may be minute minor or minute in the, in the big picture ask those questions because i mean that's what we're all here for is like look you know if you have a question you need to have it answered because you know you're you're investing your hard earned money into something uh you should understand it as uh, as well as you humanly possibly can Absolutely. And with us at Ram Partners, we understand that this isn't transactional. We want to grow with our investors. So one thing that we do is we have monthly webinars the first three months after we close. So we go through the takeover, understanding what's happening at each part, major events at the property. And then from then on, we go quarterly just to make sure that we have many different touch points to make sure you as the investor understand what's going on and what's happening to your money. So we are fully transparent. I'm available. Dylan Marma is available. He's a investor relations and acquisitions manager here. We're all available to our investors because this is a team sport and we want what's best for our investors. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, that uh, and that's such a that's such a key thing is that you know these are not you know like you said you know kind of gone back to you know. Be careful what you're, you, you know, who you're partnering with, and make sure that you, you know, like and trust who you're partnering with. Because, like you said, Absolutely. it's this is, this is not just a fly by night thing. This isn't, you know, a flash in the pan. It's like no, this is, this is, this is long term. You know, it's like look, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, your your kid may be, uh, you know, in fourth grade, and by the time you get out of this, they're graduating. So, you, yeah. you know, and, and that's the reality in this. Is, yeah. Uh, you know, think of it, you know, this isn't, um, you, you know, which that's a great thing if you're using this to fund their, their college education, I'm pretty sure you'll do pretty well, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. you know, it's, it's, you, you remember that this isn't, you, you know, this isn't, um, you know, something that you just willy nilly hop in and hop out, you know, which is again, why, you know, quality operators like brand partners, you know, they want to make sure that, you know, this, you know, that, that we're a good fit, that, you know, like, and trust us, that we know, like, and trust you, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, because not even, you know, not all the time, the investors aren't right for the project either. I mean, you know, that, that's a two-way street, you know, not all the time is a, uh, you know, it, just because it's a good investment doesn't mean that it could, it may not be a good investment for that particular investor. And same thing with, Absolutely. you know, sometimes it's like, uh, well, you know, this, this may not be the best investment for, you know, for either side, you know, so just make sure that you're paying attention. And, and like you said, like kind of when we were talking about the questions, if you have questions, make sure that you're, uh, make sure that you're asking them. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and then we expect questions because every investor is different in the process, whether it's your first syndication, your hundredth, we expect questions and we're here to answer them. So never feel obligated to, Oh, I don't know this. So yeah, definitely, definitely ask questions. Um, besides, uh, besides the, 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 the market and the actual property, what's some of, uh, you know, what, what's some of the line items, uh, you, you know, or at least rules of thumbs that, that people should be kind of paying attention to when they're reading over, 
Um, you, you know, somebody sent them their packet, they're looking over the packet. What's, what's some of the things that they should really hone in on to kind of look deeper into to make sure that, you, you know, they feel really comfortable, you know, say they have just a couple pieces of it that they really should dig into. What would, what would yeah. you So being a CPA, I love the spreadsheets. This is my favorite part. Everyone else are like, oh, skip this part over. But I, I personally tell our investors that make sure they understand the rent growth. So everyone makes money on a syndication on the spreadsheet, but unless they have an action plan on how they're going to get rents from here to here, you really have to make sure you understand. So we, we show on our end the rent comps and how we're getting them and how like the difference and how we're getting there. So we make sure rent growth appears reasonable. So you can check out you know, Zillow.com or apartments.com and see in that area where it makes sense because that's your true understanding on where they are today and where the investor is going because we, that's the true upside. And when we buy a deal, we're looking for that value add. So if there's a, you know, a disparity in rents, then we have to show that and explain the story. Another thing I tell investors too is we, we, on our end, we don't spend a ton on marketing because we really zone in on apartments.com, other online artificial intelligence sources. And we've seen a lot of T12s that have billboard expenses for 10 grand, so much print ads. So yeah. if you see those dips, that could be why. And also another thing that we like to look at is real estate tax because that line item, a lot of people don't underwrite or evaluate. And I think that's a great question to go, how did you understand that real estate tax increase at the property? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Because, because all, you know, uh, I mean, that's the, you know, uh, that's one of the things that you can almost guarantee is, uh, look, uh, I don't care what their tax number was, uh, ours is going to be higher. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think I've ever, uh, I've seen one. It, there, there may be some out there and, and, you know, when you get into special, special circumstances and stuff, but typically if you take it over the, what, what the previous owner was paying in taxes is not going to be what you're going to pay in taxes. They're, Absolutely. It almost always goes up. And as a passive investor, I think this is where you take the, a, further approach to see how sophisticated your syndicator is because if they're how hey how did you get to that real estate tax number well if they estimated it it shows they're not doing their due diligence because all it does is a quick call to the tax assessor to make sure hey it goes up every five years every three years at, upon sale they should have a really good understanding of how real estate taxes in that market work and if they don't that's a red flag so it's a very important piece, and I've seen, I'm sure you've seen it too, offering, mem offering memorandums only having one year, and that's because their brokers, the real estate taxes double the next year, and we've seen that a lot of times being going into 2020. So it's, it's a very easy, it's one line item, but you can tell a lot about the syndicators if they don't update that number. Definitely. Um, what other ways do you guys uh, stress test your, your 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 deals when you're underwriting them? What's what's some of the things uh, you know? How, how do you guys uh, how do you guys prefer to kind of stress test it to make sure that your numbers are, are are playing out in your favor? Absolutely. So me being the CPA, I'm very conservative on our piece, but we look at a lot of different ways. Is occupancy going to go up? Going to go down? 
Is our lost lease, say for example, the property is hair, a little bit hairier and has more items that we have to do to upgrade date it. We stress test the lost lease and extend it out more than the first couple of years. We test occupancy to see what our break even is and see how, how we can operate and increase. So, and we adjust the cap rates to see when we buy it, when we exit and see really teetering how it affects the internal rate of return for our investors. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, that, that is, uh, yeah, just, just make sure that, that, you, you know, you're, you're adding those stress tests in there that, you know, um, just, just to make sure that, you, you know, you're moving along in the right, in, in the right way. And, and that, um, you know, and, 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 ask your syndicator, you know, it's, well, how did you stress test? What did you, you, you know, how did you do this? What, uh, you know, what is that break even occupancy number? I mean, you know, where, where do we, we, you know, where do we have to be at to cover? What do you guys, do you guys, when, when you're looking at that, do you look for a certain percentage? Like, you know, well, you, you know, if it, you, you know, it, it can't be over, you know, we don't like, you know, we have to be at, you know, we have to be able to go down to 60% occupancy and still be able to cover the bills. Do you have a set number for that? Or do you guys just kind of, you know, play it? It, it has a range that it needs to be in, but you don't have like a, a, a hard set. Yeah, every we generally target 90% more stabilized when it comes to the occupancy. Mm-hmm. So generally, we're cash flowing from day one. We have tackled some deals that required hairier more renovations, less occupancy. So we've had to bridge and refi. So every every story or every property has a story, but we generally focus more on the more stabilized when it comes to occupancy and the ability to increase the value to the tenant, whether it's the units, the property management, whatever, so that we can boast the rents. And we've had, we've had tenants rave of our property management and have said, yes, rents have gone up, but this is by far the greatest place we've ever lived. So it's, it, even though we're increasing rents, that property management piece of providing value, Jake and the property management team strives ourselves on being the Chick-fil-A of workforce housing. So we make sure that we're keeping our residents, listening to them and handling all our issues and make getting ahead of it. What are, what are some of, uh, it, are you just doing, um, you know, are you just making sure that their 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 complaints are heard and taken care of? Or are you guys doing something? Or are you guys doing uh, above and beyond? Or do you guys do anything that you feel is special to you guys, or just you know, kind of a little bit more special in general? Uh, maybe not just you are doing it, but yeah, you think really elevates you above on the property management side. What do you guys? I think because we're vertically integrated, it's not just a property manager handling the issues because the property management is an extension of you. But because we we have constant trainings here in the office with all the property managers and community managers, and we're we're working together with RAM partners and our community manage, managers to make sure initiatives get, are getting done. We invest in dog parks in the property, and I I've seen this one property, and I tell you I've seen more dogs than people come in and out of it. <laughs> so it's we we just try to be a little bit different and handle the situations. It's not just to check the box to have the amenity. We really want to make sure that we're providing as much value to our residents as possible. So yeah, I think it's 
because we're vertically integrated, we're in constant communication and have a good pulse on the property, what's happening, and how we can resolve issues. So yeah, 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 yeah. So well, when you when you're vertically integrated like that, it's all on you. But there's exactly. huge benefits for it to be all on you because you control all of it, you know. And that's absolutely, a, that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful setup to be able to, you know, it's like, well, we, you know, we need to make sure our, our, uh, our, our, our clients are happy. You know, it's like, look, we, you know, our tenants, you know, make sure that, you know, it's not just that we have good tenants. We need to make sure that our tenants feel that they have good landlords or they have good owners. They have good, you, you know, that it's like, look, it's, it's probably for most people, this is probably their biggest monthly expense that they're paying to you. And, you know, and it's like, well, you know, if somebody, I think you had said, you know, it's like, well, rents went up, but we're happy. You know, it's like, oh, no, we're not going anywhere. We're, we're, you know, we're tickled pink that, that we're here and that you guys have taken over, you know, it's like, no, it's, well, the the rent went up, but I don't have a problem with the rent going up because I like where I live better now. So, you know, it kind of offsets, uh, you know, it kind of offsets. It's like, well, yeah, I'm paying more, but I'm getting more. So I don't have an issue with that whatsoever. Yeah. And we've spent a lot of time investing in our technology so that we have constant communication. We use Appfolio and you can text residents at a mass scale. We've invested in our education as well, going to Joey, talking with Joey Coleman on the customer experience and the customer journey. And that's even though it's been a couple months, it's been a whirlwind of just investing in both as we've seen a lot of great feedback with our residents. Awesome. Awesome. Any other, uh, um, any other special things that you guys do for your residents or anything like that? Uh, we, we always give them a welcome, a welcome basket just to make them feel home. So it's got the necessities, got the, the TP, Got ice cube trays. We do a magazine of the local area to make sure they feel welcome and have an idea of the lay of the land. And we just are adding more touch points to make sure that they're having the best experience they can staying in our properties. And we I, we like to have a more communal aspect. So each individual is a community. So we we take pride in that and make sure that they feel welcome and have a voice. Awesome. Awesome. That is, uh, you you know, that's, that's to, to me that it's, uh, you you know, you're, you're, you've said it's, it's workforce housing, but you're like, well, no, it's workforce housing, but these are tenants. And just because it's workforce housing doesn't mean that they, that we can't treat them with high end respect and because high end respect doesn't cost a whole lot. You know, it's not like it's a dollars and cents thing. It's just an attitude and having that attitude of, hey, we love you, we appreciate you, thank you for being, you know, thank you for being a tenant, and you know, just let you know that, hey, we 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 like you, that we're you know we're all on the same team. We all want this beautiful community. We all want a a, a bright and safe place for you to live. And it's and you know, like you said, you know, it, it's that tenant experience and you know, gratitude and a smile don't cost anything. So, you know, you can, you can treat your, you know, you can treat your tenants, you know, like they're, you know, like, like they should be treated and it doesn't cost a whole lot, you know, it, well, really it doesn't, you know, a smile and a good attitude doesn't cost anything. So just, just having that attitude and having that, you know, 
look, you're, you're, you're not just a dollar sign that's walking around my building. You know, you're, you're, you're a human and you, you matter. And, you know, that's, that's a, that's a big key. I'm I'm pretty sure that it, that helps your retention rate uh, tremendously. Yep. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> I was about to say, and then, you know, of course, uh, you know, the, it, getting back to the investor side of, well, why is this important to the investor is, is, well, a happy tenant stays longer and, and a tenant stays longer. You're not turning a unit and you're not spending money. You know, it's like, look, uh, you, you know, if, if, uh, you know, if you have a tenant or if you have a, an apartment, you rent it for 12 months and your turnaround takes half of the profit for a year, you know, to turn it around. Well, you don't want to be turning that unit every year. You know, you want to, you want those multi-year tenants in there so that, well, it just makes your ROI that much better. Yeah. Joey Coleman at one of our, the events we went with said, imagine if a business never lost a customer and only gained customers. And that really resonated with all of us because, wow, that's because businesses talk about increase in revenue, but imagine if they maintain the same customer base and grew. So they'd just be lifelong raving fans that just reside with us and, you know, it'd be good for everyone. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it, it's that is, uh, you, you know, re- re- retention, you know, it's like, well, that's, you, you know, what is your you know, besides probably your labor line, you know, what's the, the, the other next biggest expense item on, on, on your spreadsheet? Usually it's turnover cost is your next, you know, or, or very high up there, you know, it's, it, it's, yeah. it's very high on the list. And it's like, well, if you don't, you know, well, we need to cut expenses. Well, if we have happy tenants, we cut expenses by not having to turn as many units, you know? So if it's, you know, the, the less units you turn, the, 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 the more profitable that, uh, that complex can be. Absolutely. Um, let's see, uh, any, any other, uh, any other piece of, uh, piece of the puzzle from a, uh, from an investor standpoint that they should really, uh, be digging into, uh, when they're looking at an opportunity? A couple of things that being, being the accountant really, should understand is for the investor side that it can resonate is understand if there's doing a, if the syndicator is doing a cost segregation study and what that does is front lines all the depreciation or a lot of the depreciation on the front end instead of depreciating out 27 and a half years so it allows you to earn paper losses with your preferred return but the irs says oh you had all this depreciation and so therefore you get a write-off on your taxes. So that's a huge piece. And I think that's a huge, if your syndicator isn't doing that for the, how large the property is, I think that could also be a syndication or a, a way that the syndicator has a way to show their sophistication. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you for sharing that. Um, now, um, with brand partners, I know you guys have a lot of stuff going on. Do you guys have any um, events or anything like that that you want to share with my listeners and and fill them in on anything that they may uh, want to attend? Yeah, absolutely. So Jake and Gino's having the Multifamily Mastery 3 October, I believe it's the 13th. I'll confirm the date and send you guys a link to that. And uh, it's a two-day two event in Orlando 
and it's just a great event. We're going to have Eric Thomas presenting, Cole Hatter, and a lot of our investors and students will be out there. So I will send the link and confirm the exact dates because October has been a crazy month for us. It's going to be a crazy month for us with all the different events. And also we have a discount code, RPFAM, all caps, R-P-F-A-M. So it's a 20% off uh, discount code. So it's a great event. And, and, you know, a lot of the Jake and Gino community will be there. Rank Capital will be there. Rand Partners will be there. So the whole Rand fam will be there rocking and rolling. And it's, it's a great way to do real estate. But also with Gino having six kids, they're definitely going to be hitting up the water parks and stuff at Disney. So it's a, it'll be a great event. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. I will uh, yeah, definitely send me the link for it. And we'll definitely have it in the show notes um, yeah. with the discount code to uh, make sure that they can, um, you know, hop on and, and be able to take, take that, uh, be able to take that discount and uh, hopefully be able to attend and see them. Uh, October 19th and 20th. I just got confirmation. October 19th, 19th and 20th. Awesome. awesome. I don't want to mess it up. So <laughs> yeah, the 20th RP fam be there. Awesome. Awesome. Um, do you have any, um, uh, you have any other thing that you want to throw out there for the listeners? Um, I mean, do you, do you guys, uh, what do you guys do to, uh, do you guys do anything special to give back to your local community or? Yeah, actually in a couple of weeks, we're actually doing an event called Rang Cares where we're going to be volunteering with the East Tennessee Boys and Girls Club. And it's going to be a great event with our property management team, our team at Ram Partners, Jake and Gino, where we're all just pitching in together to help East Tennessee because we're based in Knoxville. And it's it's going to be an exciting way where we all bond together because with the property management, they're scattered and we're super busy, but we just want to really make sure that we give back to the community and really make sure it'll be October or September 20th will be helping a local school and help them grow and clean up and just be active in the community. Awesome. 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 Um, well, Mike, um, I definitely thank you for hopping on here and sharing your knowledge. Um, let my listeners know how, what's a, what's a, the best way for them to get a hold of you and, and a, to, to follow up and see what's going on at RAN. Absolutely. So my email is M. T-A-R-A-V-E-L-L-A at rampartnersllc.com. It's a long uh, one. I'll have that in the show notes too. <laughs> or you can add me on LinkedIn at Mike Tarvella Jr., I believe it is. And just, or you can hit us up with at rampartnersllc.com. We can go into our investor portal and me or Dylan, we can schedule a call and go through any questions you have about syndication, what you're looking for, your investment goals and desires are and we can happily walk you through it and answer any any and all questions you have about the process and yeah i think linkedin email and then i'll even go on my cell phone if anyone has any questions it's 586-668-0248 happy to help (laughs) and like i tell every guest that is brave enough to throw out their phone number if you ever need me to go back and edit that back out i will gladly do that Hey, no, I'm happy uh, to I, help I everyone. To say that. So, you know, my listeners are pretty cool. They're, 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 are, they're uh, so far, there's no stalkers out there. But. Hey, if, we're, if you're a fan of David, you're a fan of, I'm a fan of them too. You know, David, you're such a <laughs> guy and appreciate, I mean, when we met at the best ever conference earlier this year, you're 
such a great guy. And I remember you talking about this podcast and I'm glad you've seen it's grown and gained, starting to gain traction. So just wanted to celebrate that to you and all your listeners, how hard you've been working on it. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And Mike, like I said, I just appreciate you uh, taking the time and spending your time with us and educating my listeners on, uh, on everything that you got going on. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely have to have you back on and until next time. Thank you. Absolutely. Take it easy, David and all the listeners. And thank you for having me.